Apple Podcasts and iOS 11 coming soon. October, November, December is podcasting conference months. Spreaker and Block Talk Radio merger update and some comments. And we got an audio comment. Well, welcome to the Spreaker Live Show. This is episode 126 on September 13th, 2017. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Spreaker Show again. I appreciate it. My name is Rob Greenlee, and I'm the head of partnerships at Spreaker. I know it's a little bit of an adjustment. I'm so used to saying head of content, but now I'm in a different role now as the head of partnerships. But um, really, my day-to-day is kind of evolving. It's not really changing a whole lot. So it's uh, it's... It's going to become uh, more around that, but and it seems to be moving that direction. But thank you so much for downloading us and uh, just clicking play to hear us today. We appreciate you spending time with us. So I'm joined again by my co-host, Mr. Alex Exum, who's the host of the Exum Experience podcast on Spreaker. Alex, welcome to the show again. Well, thanks, Rob. Glad to be back, as always. Yeah, it's always great to have you call in from Southern California and do this magic that we do every week of using um, Skype to seem like we're sitting right next to each other. It, it always seems like that, Alex, that you're like sitting right here. The pixie dust of Spreaker Studio. <laughs> yes, exactly. And that's exactly what we're using. We're using the tools of the Spreaker platform to produce this show. And the best part about it is that they're all free. So you can get those on the Spreaker Studio. Studio for desktop app um, is off of the Spreaker.com website, and it's right there if you go to, uh, I think if you just go to Spreaker.com slash download, you can actually get it, and it will run on Mac or Windows, and we also have apps on iOS and Android too, so you can uh, do some mobile recording as well. So we stream this show live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern from SpreakerLiveShow.com, and uh, well, Alex, let's just jump into it here and get to... Um, Get, get to some topics. I know we're on a little bit of a shorter time frame, so we'll make this a little bit shorter of an episode this week, but um, that just is better for you listening out there. You can get on with other parts of your life and you will have gotten your Spreaker live show fix for the week. The big news is um, iOS 11 kind of announced this week and it's going to be released next week is uh, what Apple is putting out there. Pretty exciting. There's big changes coming to the Apple podcasting app. And the uh, the Apple Podcasting platform. One of the big things that they're going to be dropping the the iTunes name uh, around podcasting. So that's going to be interesting to see what Apple does ar- around what they do on Windows and all this kind of stuff too. And then there's a whole other set of metrics that's uh, going to be available to you as a podcaster as well. That's going to be exciting. Uh, we're going to get a glimpse into what the usage of podcasts are um, after that podcast has been downloaded to your device. As the podcast space, we haven't um, known how much of our downloaded content has actually been listened to. And so Apple's going to open the the box on that and let us look inside. Alex, what's your thought on that? Is it as big a deal as a lot of people in the podcasting space are playing it up to be, this kind of visibility into playback of downloads? Or do you think it's a Pandora's box that's going to come back and bite some folks? Well, I think it's about time, right? I mean, man, it took them long enough. 
And it might bite some people. I mean, we might see some numbers that are surprising, right? I'm wondering if there might be some people that maybe we thought were bigger than they are. Um, <laughs> and yeah. then some other people who maybe, you know, uh, are getting more downloads and they never get featured. So it, it'll be interesting because it, it seems like to me, it seems to me that it's the same people who are constantly getting the attention. Right. And I, I don't want to like start going down the list. You all know them. But like, you know, you hear about lore. You hear about cereal, right? But, you know, these certain podcasts you hear about all the time. Um, I don't want to name them because we're not here to give people free press. They should be listening to the Spreaker live show. But (laughs) you know what I mean, Rob? So there's these big names that are constantly pushed. A lot of them were at podcast movement, you know, that were being nominated. And, you know, I mean, how many awards are you going to win until, you know, I don't know. And and some of these, the, the podcasts that are very popular right now. I think, in my opinion, I'm not sure, but they kind of have a limited run. There's other people kind of doing the same thing. There's a lot of copycat podcasts. And anyway, so I I don't know. I mean, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it's going to hurt some people. I I think for like someone like myself, who's not huge, right? I think can't really hurt because if somebody asks me, well, what do you know? What are your numbers on iTunes? You can have those readily available and things like that. And, you know, hopefully more in-depth analytics, not just – do you think that there's such thing as a fad around podcasting? Like some genres are kind of like a, a blip on the well, radar, but they're not going to be big in the long run. I mean, the thing that comes to mind right now when I think about that is um, comedy podcasts. It seemed like it was the hot thing from about 2010 to, but in the last year or so, you don't really hear a lot of buzz around comedy podcasts anymore. So you think it was a fad? You're right. No, I think, I think, well, the, I don't know about that particular genre, but I think there are some that are kind of fly by night type things, right? Here's an example. I hear a lot of new ones coming out. I'm sure you do about crime, right? A lot of criminal type shows where they're talking about high profile cases and things like that. And a lot of times now it's not even like serial where it's the, you know, these all, a lot of them sprang from serial, but it's not even really the mystery around it or even the legal issues around it. It's just kind of taking a crime and kind of walking you through it and having some sort of a punch, not punchline, that's a terrible way of saying it, but some sort of payout at the end, right? It it could be a whodunit, it could be a twist, it could be justice, right? Somebody got sent to prison, things like that. So I think, yes, I think Serial spawned a whole bunch of them. Like we saw, uh, Rob, and I hate to always pick on this guy, I I, I shouldn't, but uh, like John Lee Dumas, right? When he became a big thing, how many shows came out that were just like him? I don't mean they said, oh, let me do a business podcast or a marketing podcast or social media. I mean exactly the same format, Rob, right? I mean, you know what I'm talking about. They just took these exact same format. I mean, not even clever with the titles, like stuff like – like SEO on fire would be the title, right? I mean literally using fire from his title. So anyway – it's, it's the kind of copycat things like you're saying the fads I think won't stick around. I think it's really the original voices. There's a lot of people that are doing really great stuff with audio, not just the traditional stuff, but really weird stuff. I, I'll be honest with you. Some of them are listeners. Like go listen to uh, the um, uh, what is it? Awesome Insanity Surfers podcast. Linda Irwin. They do some weird, crazy stuff with audio. Uh, and you know, some like experimental kind of stuff, Rob, I think doesn't get enough attention. So I'm ranting here, but yes, I think you're right. Some of them are fatty. They're fatty. They're fly by night kind of genres. And there's a lot, I can think of some, you said comedy and I'm like, you're, you're right. Remember how sports podcasting was huge. And I still think it's pretty big, but eh, 
Not so much. I, we didn't see very many sports podcasts at Podcast Movement. I didn't, at least, or that got awards. Yeah, I mean, it's still a pretty popular kind of genre in the podcasting space. There's still very, very passionate fan bases around those. I just, you know, I think that, you know, using the term fad is probably a little bit of an unfair term because these things kind of come and go, right, from the standpoint of um, focus on attention, right? The um, fad one that I would probably refer to now that people are talking about as an up-and-coming kind of genre is uh, musical podcasts or not music podcasts, but musical podcasts, which means that they're kind of like, um, you know, singing drama type podcasts, that, that, that kind of stuff. So you uh, like Glee kind of thing, right? So you have... Never heard of it, would never listen to it. I know. It, it definitely has its own audience, right? Yeah. You know, these kind of uh, splinterings that happen around content are in some ways really kind of, kind of a lifeblood for the industry. Um, the audio dramas was had its time as well. And I believe that's still coming out in the, the reality dramas, right? The, the storytelling, like the serial is a good example of a, a reality-based storytelling podcast. And then there's, there's fictional storytelling podcasts too. So you have that. I think we're still in that kind of that hype cycle around that type of content right now. Yeah, that's a new one. I haven't heard. I haven't even seen any podcasts. I got to go look at that. I mean, I'm interested. I, it's not something I'd listen to, but I'm sure it's something that a lot of people are into. But that's a different kind of thing, I guess. I mean, it makes sense, though. There's so many different uh, podcasts about like television shows and things like that. And there's like I'm using not, not a lot, but I know a couple of guys here in Long Beach that do a show about music. Right. I mean, they review and talk about bands and stuff like that. So I guess it's the natural kind of uh, birth, right? I mean, music, it goes well with audio and you've got people who, you know, are, are up and coming or want to be singers who are using all these mediums. So it makes sense. It's not, not something I don't, I, I'd have to listen to it to see if I liked it. Right, Rob? I, I always say this about this. So oh, I'd never listen to that. And then I listen, I go, oh, it's not bad. But, um, that's a new one, right? That's new. It, it, that's fairly new to me. I, I mean, I'm always looking at these kinds of things. Never, I haven't heard that one yet. So I got to check, check that out. Yeah, there's always a, a, a new one that's bubbling up out there, a new genre or some experimentation that's going on. But if you think about it, I mean, a lot of it are kind of spinoffs from existing content that already exists out there. I mean, if you look at even what Serial did, Serial was a spinoff of like a 60 Minutes or a Dateline or something like that. So mm -hmm. you can kind of look at examples um, of content that's being produced in other mediums and say, well, can that be applied to podcasting? Can there be a show that comes out, you know, like a game show or something like that? Maybe that's the next thing that's coming too. Who knows? You know, an audio game show. I think it's been tried in the past, but maybe that's a genre that's coming. Uh, who knows? <laughs> who knows what, well, and, and, and what you, could happen you know, always, next, right? Yeah. Right. You know, who knows? But we always talk about serial. But, you know, to me, I've always thought serial isn't like some sort of earth shattering, groundbreaking show and this, it broke barriers down right that is great and it did a lot for podcasting but in the sense of the way the show is produced it wasn't like you said it was almost like a, a news magazine type show like a 60 minutes or something but for audio and really in fact they were doing a lot of this stuff on npr already the little yeah. mini documentaries and things like that. So it wasn't like this huge earth shattering um, I, I formula that they had. It wasn't that at all. It was just that it was a great story and it was highly produced. I always talk about this, Rob, if 
you had a team like they had and all the resources and the studios and people tracing, you know, running down leads and doing interviews and stuff, you'd have a fantastic show too. But are you willing to spend 50 grand on your show? I don't know what they spent. I'm just, I'm just guessing, right? hundred grand, 150 grand on a, on a podcast. You willing to spend that? No, most no, probably not. just want to make yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> right. So anyway, cereal, I think, you know, broke down, you know, doors, but I, I don't know about the second series, but I wasn't that, it was already done, right? They already did it. And so when they did the, the was it Bo Bergdahl one? I listened a little. I, I wasn't that interested. It was like, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, forget cereal. Yeah. I always I always go back to these these same things and rant on the same thing. But, um, you know, I, I, just one quick thing, Rob. I tweeted out because we're on the topic on Twitter today about how they were saying. And I, where was this from? The week dot com, I guess. I've never been there. I just I have alerts for podcasting. And they said how a new generation of left wing podcasters is dethroning the Rush Limbaugh's of the right wing talk radio wow. world. And I, th- I was like, right. And I said, you know, that's interesting because Ben Shapiro is like number one right now in that category for podcasting and just number one. And I mean, he's killing it. And he's just a young, like kind of conservative whiz kid. And podcast is kind of changing that whole thing. It's I don't want to say it's hurting all the Limbaugh's, but look at Bill O'Reilly. Bill O'Reilly's doing a podcast now because he got thrown off the air. So some of the um, different like newer genres, cool. You know, I like them. They're, they're great. But I'm always interested in the people that are like, you know, killing the big guys. <laughs> like yeah. they're getting more listens than like CNN and Fox and MSNBC. And you're like, and it's a guy with a mic, Rob, you know? Yeah, so, well, anyway. it's definitely happening out there. But uh, yeah. yeah, I think that the Apple, I mean, Getting back to the Apple topic, uh, the the upgrade to the iOS um, 11 and the new iPhone X and the uh, upgrade to the just the regular iPhone um, is really kind of the leading edge of the changes that are coming to the podcast area. You know, from the there's a new app coming. <clears throat> there's also or an upgrade to the existing app that's going to be really great. And then there's also an upgrade that's happening to the back end. It's going to give you access to um, more information about what you're doing with your podcast. So I think it is going to change, I think, how a lot of people um, view their content and and how advertisers are going to engage with the content as well. They may be more interested in having their their host reads up front more, not maybe in pre-roll positions, but maybe very early mid-roll positions is where I think it's going to wind up happening um, more and more. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to have kind of some shifts and some changes that are going to happen around. Maybe even I I am worried that we're going to see a little bit of a kickback on um, the emphasis towards shorter form content. I think that could be one of the fallouts that comes from this. Um, Alex, what's your thought on that? I know that's been a topic we've talked about a lot on the show, but what's your thought on Yeah, I'm always, you know me, I'm always, I think, yeah. shorter to, you know, 17, my magic number, 17 yeah. to 22 minutes in that area. But, well, we're um, already um, into that time range right now. <laughs> no, I trust me, I did a show the other day yeah. about podcast movement that was like an hour and 30 minutes. I get yeah. it. You know, sometimes you yeah. have to go longer, but I'm saying that a lot of people kind of tune out at that time. And in other words, if there's something I want to get to them within the yeah. first 17 to 20, that's when I get yep. it in. Because this happens to everybody. They just have it in the background and they've already tuned out at 30 minutes, 40 minutes, an hour. Or as Dave Jackson would say, six hours. He'll listen to a flipping podcast. But yeah. You know, the thing about iTunes, did they? I was just thinking about this. Did they coincide this with the new iPhone? Because, you know, they're, they're, that's all they're talking about, the new iPhone coming out, which, by the way, looks pretty slick. 
Um, and I can't play with the Apple podcast app. You have an Apple or an iPhone, right, Rob? Yeah, I do. I, so I you do can one, let us know. So I, yeah, yeah you it's not out yet. I mean, it's the, the iOS right. 11, um, is going to be rolling out next week. So that's like okay. the, the leading edge of this, right? Um, the, the new iPhones come out, um, then, then I'm sure that they're going to push out upgrades to the, the older iPhones, and then probably very soon after that, or maybe part of that upgrade is that they'll they'll upgrade you know many apps in the app store as well. We'll get pushed out with updates at the same time. So you'll have a big update to your OS, and then you'll have a big list of apps that need to be updated that will run. Well, they on need to iOS. update iTunes. <laughs> that is coming too. They, they announced back in June that they, they were going to be doing um, doing a new iTunes type um, app for the Windows um, Windows Store. So th- it's not going to be called iTunes. Yeah, I so mean, th- they're going to change the name of it. But, but as even far on as, Windows desktop, it's like it's just it's it's dated to me. That, that thing hasn't yeah. changed and I don't know how long. Yeah, well, then that's that's what the, they're addressing. They're doing a, a rebranding of the, the brand of that experience on Windows. So it's not going to be called um, iTunes anymore. I think they're just dropping that name or they're dropping that name sure. from the podcast experience. So I'm not sure if the podcast experience is going to be maintained in the windows desktop software that is a little bit of a question mark on that i'm not sure maybe they are maybe they aren't i know that they're dropping the itunes name from association with podcasts so i'm not sure how that's playing out i actually asked the director the lead guy um, at apple uh, that question at podcast movement and uh he didn't give me a very clear answer. <laughs> so maybe he doesn't know. Yeah. Well, that I would highly doubt that. But no, well, okay. yeah, he probably knows, but he can't say. Um, and then I also asked him when the new Apple tags are coming out for RSS feeds. He was saying that it probably wouldn't be until the support for those would, wouldn't probably come out until some window of time around the the new Apple Podcast app coming out. So we'll see, or it could be towards the end of the year. He was a little bit hedging, you know, October, November time frame. So we'll see what they do with this Apple Podcast app, because it, it is possible that this new podcast app isn't going to come out until they, they do their upgrade to the new RSS tags, you know, as part of the, the iTunes namespace or the Apple podcast namespace that they have out there. Um, so, you know, a lot of this stuff is unknown of exactly when, when things are going to happen. But, but I know all of the platforms, and, and Spreaker included, are making those upgrades to RSS feeds um, here in the next week or so. So we're going to have support okay. for those new tags th- that will enable you to do some new things, which we've talked about on the show before. Um, so I won't spend a lot of time talking about what those upgrades are. They're going to change the, the game a little bit. Um, and Apple, it's good to see Apple making some innovations and some updates here. You know, the, the other thing I was just thinking, because you said you don't know, I, we got to get off this iPhone thing. But the coinciding release dates, because I know they always kind of do it. And when I went to the iPhone website, they have a new iPhone X or something. Because I'm looking at the 8 and I'm like, well, what's the X? Yeah. Right. So that's not coming until October. And then October, I think November were the dates I saw. And then you just happen to say October, November. So I just know sometimes they kind of coincide these things like, oh, we've got a new phone that should be hot. 
you know, make sure that's installed on that. Yeah, you know, no, totally. I mean, app, I think that that's record. so that's yeah, what they're that might be around the right time. Probably, you know, with the release of iOS 11, I would expect that they would want to have the latest apps for that. But there may be a little Free bit of a yeah. week or two delay on that. Who knows? Because I, I don't believe that Apple is pre-installing the podcast app anymore. So I'm not sure on mm-hmm. that. They may be. Um, if that's the case, then it's going to come with your upgrade, you know, your right. iOS upgrade. Okay. So I'm just not sure on that either. There's There's a lot of questions. And I tried to do some digging around uh, whether or not Apple had kind of released that, you know, on, on the site. I didn't watch the actual Apple presentation the other day, but um, I'm assuming they didn't talk about podcasting at that. Um, but we'll just keep an eye on it, and as things come out, we'll yeah. let you know on the show here. Um, but let's let's jump into. I know we're running out of time here. Let's jump into uh, talking about podcast conferences. September, October, and December are going to be big um, podcast conference months. Um, there's there's more than what I'm going to talk about on the show that are coming, but I, I just want to talk about a few of them and at least share some of them. Um, there's kind of like this uh, hybrid thing going on right now. There, there's many podcasting conference type, type of events that are uh, very expensive events too, and I wanted to mention one. One's called the New Media Summit. Um, it's September 22nd through the 24th, um, and that's that's coming. If you go to, I think it's newmediasummit.net, I believe. But that one is, has a big price tag on it. That that one's that one will cost you $2,900 to attend that one. And it's really kind Where of Where the hell meeting. do they get off charging that? I don't It's It's a, it's a two-day, three-day training on producing podcasts. Um, so, and actually there's another one too called podcasting for thought leaders, uh, launch intensive, launch intensive. It's done by Harry Duran of podcast junkies. Um, that's September 24th through the 25th. So you can see that those are kind of back to back. Both of those are in California. I don't think Harry charges quite as much as the New Media Summit does, but um, but it's a it's a intensive training doing podcasting. So really, for people that want to fast track what they're doing instead of um, coming and listening to this show or listening to the New Media Show or or other other podcasting, you know, David Jackson or Daniel J. Lewis. I mean, I think you can pick up a lot of these tips and tricks that you'll learn at these conferences from listening to our podcasts, um, Daniel and David and, and all this stuff and Todd Cochran and, and all those. I think you can learn a lot from listening to those shows about how to produce a good show. If you want to get it really quickly, uh, these can be, be an okay resource, um, but $3,000 seems like a lot to me. That's you and okay, I? Okay, well, you're being, as always, very kind. And if I can I just say just briefly, I know we don't have much time, but briefly, in my opinion yeah. about this, I, this is it's absolutely obnoxious. It's outrageous. I can't imagine yeah. paying that kind of money. Now, look, I get it's in San Diego. So they're like, oh, it's beautiful San Diego, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. That is in, who in their right mind is going to pay three grand. And that's not hotel, travel expenses, all of that. Three yeah. Grand and you yeah. know and you're being very kind, Rob. It says forty of the world's leading podcasters. Now anybody at this point 
in time who has a certain amount of numbers, I guess, can say they're a world leading podcaster because I don't know what the barometer is anymore. But I'm going over the people that they have on their main page and I'm not knocking them. I'm sure they have, you know, lovely podcasts. I've never heard of any of them. And that's just yeah. me personally. You know, maybe it's yeah. not the type of thing I'm into, but I, I don't see any massive names that now podcast movement. There are a lot of people I recognized from the industry and radio people for that matter. Yeah. And to ask someone who's trying to learn three grand yeah. To get into this conference is absolutely outrageous. I, I mean, we do a show for podcasters. I can't recommend this to anyone. I'm sorry. And if they're like, like in San Diego or anywhere else and thinking maybe I should go, I, I could not personally recommend this. I'm looking over the website and the agenda and everything. I'm sure it's fine. You'll have a lot of fun. Yeah. Meet some great people. But to say that the, the, the thrust of this, in my opinion, right – is world's the most pot meet the world's most popular podcast and everything. That's fine. But are, what are they going to do? Are they, are they going to sit down with you and record a show? Are they going to, I mean, what are, you know what I mean, Rob, are they going to promote yeah. you on their podcast and give you plugs? I highly doubt that. I mean, what are you getting for three grand Rob? Yeah, you're just I, I'm sorry. I'm, 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 maybe it's great. Maybe it's great. I don't know. I haven't been, I shouldn't say this, right? I can't, I haven't reviewed it. Well, you probably know, getting a lot of the same thing that you get from li- listening to the back, back catalog episodes of this show. Yes. Um, or, or other shows out there that, um, that cover the same topic. So yeah. The other oh, people you mentioned. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, and I'm just looking at their, their, uh, page okay now maybe it's true okay but here's what i see you'll receive ten thousand dollars and ten thousand dollars okay in bonuses with your registration and then it has some of this stuff Um, a media one sheet created just for you that's a 997 dollar value well no i'm sorry i created mine on canva for free and about and i don't know three hours or something yeah it took a little time but i used a template and it looks pretty good that's a thousand dollar value. No, don't buy it. Ultimate directory of influences, influencers for it's a five hundred dollar value, Rob, or excuse me, four hundred ninety seven dollars. That's a bunch of crap. The ultimate directory of influencers. You could take a podcast movement brochure, right? What what all the exhibitors get at the show. And by the way, I think there are a lot of people at the show that didn't actually pay to get in the show. Wink, nod, wink. I'm not going to say anything else about that, but I, yeah. I, I thought I saw that. Anyway, they just kind of wandered in, right, Rob? They might have been there oh, for yeah. something else. But yeah. just keep curiosity seekers, whatever. Enough people paid. But I could, go, I could go to the directory listing of the exhibitors and who was there and all that and get that kind of information. And then it says access to podcast, uh, profiting from podcasts. That's a $200,000 value. I'm sure that's their own proprietary ebook or online course or something. So I'm sorry. You know, they're, they're touting $10,000 worth of stuff. That's like Dave and not, not knocking this. There's an, a side uh, – dumbing it down with Dave. He's one of our listeners of the Speaker Live show. Went to a side conference at Podcast Movement. And they were promising, and it wasn't podcast movement. This was a side thing, right, Rob? This guy was charging like $25. But, and uh, Rob Walsh actually spoke. And I said, well, it'd be worth it for me to go to that. And Dave said, yeah, it was great. Rob is great. The other guys, maybe not so much, but they promised $400 worth of swag. Mm-hmm. Now, you're expecting maybe a headphone, right? Uh, not, you know, maybe not a microphone, but, you know, a little earbuds, things like that, that kind of swag. They got nothing, Rob. Now, and this is what it was advertised, $400 with the swag for only your $25 ticket. So this is the same kind of uh, bait and switch I I just sense I get from their website. Now, they're probably going to hate me and I'm going to get hate mail and they're going to blacklist me and never let me go to the show. I get it. But I'm sorry. That is out. Rob, 
we are here for the average podcaster, right? Yep. And I mean, these are people who are using the Spreaker platform. A lot of them started for free. A lot of our listeners are paid. I, I'd say most of our listeners are paid on either Spreaker or another platform. They don't, they're, 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 I mean, just, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to stop. But I'm just I, – I I'm personally offended by the price of this conference. Yeah. Well, and there's other conferences that are like – I'm sorry. Closer to five grand too, so it's, yeah, they it's, can they, they can take a hike too. They yeah, can, they yeah, can go, yeah. They, you're not going. You're go not signing up any, as well. anytime soon. And I'm actually not gonna gonna ever speak at events that um, charge that much either. So, so it wouldn't. Uh, it doesn't match with my my ethics or look, morals as well. So, and, and, well, thank you. You know what? That's what it comes down to for me. I, I smell a bait and switch. Maybe I'm wrong, but if somebody goes to the show, I would love to hear. There And you know what? Mark my words. I will look for reviews. I reviewed Podcast Movement. Uh, I know other people mm-hmm. have too. We've Many. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure people will review this and I'd love to hear it. Maybe, Rob, maybe people are going to say I went there. It was the best thing I ever did. My podcast took off and, it, you know, and next year I'll be paying 10 grand for it and I'll be the first one lining up. Who knows? Who knows? Well, but you never first, know. That's exactly true. And, and You never you know. know. Could, so I could be eating. Yeah, I could be eating yeah. these words. And it's and but maybe that would have happened to those people whether or not they paid the three grand or not too if they just well you there know, you go you know applied <laughs> but, but, if but, they but, applied themselves yeah. you know and done done some free research and still produce their show maybe they would have had the same success so I it, it just you know they're out there they're available if you want to do it fine if you don't it's fine too I think it, it, there's other alternatives. I wanted to get through kind of a few other events here that are coming up. Um, sure. The, the International Podcast Day is coming up uh, 29th and 30th of September. So that's coming up. I don't know if I'm going to be involved in it this year or not. Um, my schedule is a little packed on those two days. So it's it may be a little tough for me to host an hour on that, which I usually, I think the last three years, I've, I, I, I've hosted a chunk of the live stream on that. Um, but I don't know if I'm going to do it this year or not. So, and then, um, I remember that. that's, yeah. So it's a live event, live online. Plus there's also usually a lot of kind of, kind of media attention around international podcast day. So they do a 24 hour, uh, live stream and it's actually done usually on video. Uh, that's, that's done in all the different time zones around the world. So it goes all the way around the world. Um, so and then the other conference that's coming up is called Work It, and that's in Los Angeles as well. Uh, it's October 3rd through the 5th. It's the only all-women's podcasting festival. Uh, so this is going to be an event that's primarily focused on women, female podcasters. Um, I'm sure guys are welcome. I, I haven't seen where it said uh, men are unwelcome. <laughs> So they can't, um, right? That'd, that'd be sexist. They'd get sued. Yeah, exactly. But it's at the theater of, or at the theater at Ace Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Um, yeah, I know the place. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and I guess what's new this year is that, that they have a podcast boot camp. It's a one day course that will be taught by some of the top uh, podcast women in in, in the field. And is designed for in- entry level or early career audio producers, as well as women who work in media or related fields that want to move into the podcasting realm. I don't know if they're charging for that. I didn't actually look if the, there was a fee for that. Uh, most podcamp or boot camps or podcamps or whatever are usually free, so I don't know 
for sure. Um, go go look it up. Uh, just type in work it, and that's spelled W E R K I T. Work it. That's what it's called, and uh, it's it's a production of WNYC Studios, um, and so it has a, a lot of people involved in it that are behind like uh, Radio Lab and and Sex and Money and Two Dope Queens and. That's the that's the network that you're dealing with there that is putting this this event on. So it should be a pretty high quality event. I know a couple of people that are already already going. There's going to be live podcast tapings. Um, there's going to be cocktail parties. There's going to be networking opportunities, um, demonstrations, mentoring sessions. Um, not safe for work conversations about working in uh, audio and digital media. I'm not quite sure what that's all about. Um, what do you think, Alex? <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, podcasts that could get in trouble at work. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, you get a big group of women together, and uh, I guess the conversations can go lots of different directions, I guess, is what that means. It can get pretty blue. <laughs> pretty blue. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, actually, what's amazing about that is that right after work, it is another um, L.A. podcasting event uh, called L.A. PodFest, which has been going on for many years. And that's October 6th through the 8th. So the next day, if you, if you just want to go all in on podcasting, if you're down in L.A., uh, those are probably the, the two events to go geek off on. Um, it, it'll take you the 3rd through the 8th straight. Um, what's happening at L.A. PodFest, uh, which is, I think they're in a new venue this year, I believe. I, I think I'd have to go look at their website. But uh, It like says, said, yeah, the Millennium uh uh, Biltmore Hotel in Los Angeles. Biltmore, that's right. It's in downtown yeah. L.A. I've actually been to the Biltmore before. Um, there was some other. There was a reason I was down there. I can't remember what, what it was. Oh, I stayed at the Biltmore to go to the New Media Expo when the New Media Expo was in downtown L.A. Um, years and years oh. and years ago. But the L.A. PodFest, what's new with the L.A. PodFest this year is that they have what's called a Podcast Pro Conference uh, that's happening there. And... I believe that that conference is, I don't believe they're charging for that, but it's going to have some, some fairly well-known speakers. My former boss is one of the lead speakers at that, that event. That's the, the founder of Podcast One. He's going to be speaking at that, Norm Paddits. Uh, so I'm not going to this event. I, I've been to one LA PodFest and was on a panel down there. This was a, this was a few years ago. But uh, I haven't been down there since. But it's actually a fan event. So if if you haven't heard of LA Podfest, um, typically you know a bunch of uh, live podcast uh, recordings are done in front of uh, live audiences, and they're usually videotaped and made available for viewing um, after after the event. And also, I, I think you can buy a ticket to watch it live. I think a live video also. Uh, and then the other big event that I wanted to mention, I know we're kind of running out of time here, but uh, is PodCon. That's actually December 9th through the 10th up in Seattle. Uh, so that's coming up uh, here. It's put on by the creator of VidCon, which is uh, the big YouTube um, conference that's been going on in L.A. for many years. Um, so it's a Will you be one. there? That's uh, in Seattle. I mean, are you gonna- yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be involved with it. I'm actually doing a call with them uh, next Monday. Uh, to to okay, pull cool. pull that one together, it's also a fan event as well. A lot of um, shows yeah, that's what it good. looked like. Yeah, more yeah, but it's Sorry, also yeah. going to have a conference that's a 
that's associated with it as well. Um, well, so. the, the reason I asked, cause I saw that and I was like, Hmm, you know, I, you know, I got a cousin up there, right. And you're up there. So I figured you'd be going and I'm like, Hmm, maybe I should go up there for that one, you know, over the weekend. We, I didn't even check the date, but then I really looked at it and I don't know if it's really, you know, for the, it's for, it's more for the consumer. It looks right. You know? Not yeah. The, uh, well, I'm, I'm yeah. going to talk to them on Monday and I'll find out more about what they're actually going cool. to be doing, doing at the event and, whether or not it makes sense. I mean, Seattle is not really what I would consider a hotbed for podcasting, um, but maybe this event uh, will help put Seattle on the map um, around podcasting. It would be great. If, you know, but I would yeah. think there would be because uh, Seattle, I mean, my, I mean, you know better than I, but my initial impression, and I was there once, was that uh, it was kind of an artsy fartsy city, you know? Oh, like you'd is. think there'd be a lot of musicians and stuff. Yeah, you'd think there would be a lot of podcasters there. Well, maybe, there, you know, it just there are actually quite quite a few that are here. It's just um, it it doesn't have any kind of a what I would consider a community per se built around right. the podcasting. I mean, I've tried to build one here, but uh, it hasn't always. It's been a rather roller coaster ride to build build community. And I think it just gets back to the nature of um, of of Seattle and its its ability to uh, to transport itself. You know, I know it's the same kind of thing down in L.A. too, but it's a complicated subject, and we don't really have time to go into it. But but um, they, they, but anyway. they can't. No, but real quick, they can't pay for podcast hosting because it's so expensive to live in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that, that that that's certainly true as well. But uh, I can't believe what you guys pay for rent up there. Uh, it's it's been getting expensive up here. Of course, down in L.A., it's not cheap down there either. No, it's brutal here. Like I, everyone yeah. knows, it's brutal here. But I figured, oh, Seattle, it'll be more reasonable. My cousin told me what he's paying for rent. I was like, oh my god. He's like, oh, this is cheap. My last place was like, you know, twenty seven hundred or whatever. I was like, oh my yeah. god, like just yeah. ridiculous rent. So anyway, totally, totally. But, um, yeah, I wanted to give a little update on Spreaker plus Block Talk Radio merger. Um, yeah. um, I've been been really, really busy uh, working on that and um, doing calls with people from Block Talk Radio and trying to bring, bring this stuff crazy busy uh, on calls with media companies and podcasters really all, all over the world trying to, trying to um, take the tools that are available through Block Talk Radio and kind of merge them into – my conversations and things like that, because there's there's capabilities that are, are now part of my toolkit now that weren't part of it before, and one of them is a is a is a coming tool that's uh, hasn't formally been fully launched yet, but it's been it's been announced. It's called um, Vox Nest, and that's V O X N E S T. If you go to voxnest.com, you can actually see that that tool, and it's basically a podcast monetization platform. Um, that's been built by Blog Talk Radio, essentially, um, that basically has some really cool capabilities uh, of b- being able to do dynamic ad insertion into podcasts that are hosted on other platforms. So we can drive some monetization to, uh, to podcasts that are hosted other places, not just on Spreaker or Blog Talk Radio. So, so it's, um, that's a big thing I've been working on, too. I'm signing uh, up for that. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's, it hasn't officially launched yet, so it's not a live product yet, uh, but it's, it's coming. 
and I have a lot of a lot of uh, big networks and podcasters really really interested in it, in it already. So it's just a matter of when the doors open, uh, we we can start doing something with that. Uh, I like to apply immediately because sometimes, like, you know what I mean? Just getting in on the list is good, even if it's like a beta or an invite yeah. thing, because sometimes you can get a vanity URL or whatever, you know, is sure. a little bit better. So I just, even if I don't have a, a shot in hell, by the way, update, I did not get into Spotify from what I know. So I still apply anyway. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. You didn't get an update from them. I, I, I mean, I didn't get a notification, but, you know, no, from what I know, hell no. Yeah, <laughs> from, from the reputation they have, and, and no notifications. So yes, yes. Well, and um, been doing lots of podcast conversations. You know, went, you know, getting on other people's um, shows and podcasts, talking about the, the the speaker platform and the merger and stuff like that. So I've been really, really busy on that uh, on that side as well. But let's uh, let's move ahead here really quick and um, get into some listener comments and. We actually got an audio comment, Alex. We've been asking for these. I'm glad we finally got one. Yeah. So I, I don't know the the name of the person, the the podcaster, because uh, he doesn't have it on his website, but he has the name the People's Paradise um, at J Taros uh, with underscore, and that would be J T E R O S underscore. And I wanted to just play his uh, his little audio comment, and I think he also had a question in there too. So let's see if we can answer that. So I'm going to play that. And Alex, uh, I think you've heard this as well. I think. Yes, I did. What's going on, my fellow comrades, my people, my employers at Speaker? I am JT from the People's Paradise Podcast on Speaker Two, and I'm contacting you because about seven or eight nine days ago. I received a notification showing that I can submit my podcast be possibly put on my homepage on the front page of Speaker when you go to it from the app and from the website. And I submitted it a few days ago. I haven't received the notification back. So I decided to talk to you guys directly because I do feel that I create great content. And I do feel that my podcast can bring something great and amazing to Speaker. So could you please? All right. Uh, well, that was his comment. And um, and I definitely appreciate that. And Let's see what we can do. I'll see if we can get you uh, get you a placement on on our homepage. And uh, it sounds like you're a Spreaker um, user, and you've got a podcast on our platform. So we'll see what we can do to drive drive some some listeners to your to your show. I'm always game for for uh, w- working with podcasters that want to get their name out there. Alex, what w- what's your thoughts? Any thoughts? Yeah, I, I think that's great. I mean, and to everybody else. You know, we have some prolific commenters in our comment section, so we're thankful for his audio comment. But come on, you guys are podcasters. Why aren't you guys sending us more audio? You know, I didn't think about it, Rob. We've asked for it a bunch of times, and this is the first one we've had, I can think of. Yeah. yeah right? Totally. I mean, we've had some great in-depth comments, but this is the first time we've actually had a comment. So fire up your microphones. You are podcasters, for God's sake. Yeah, and we'll and, play uh, it on the send show us here. an audio. Yeah, yeah it doesn't even... Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything, you know, too fancy, you know, just just Definitely. just to, even if it's just something that you, you know, even if it's something that you might have a suggestion for or it doesn't have to be something even related to the show that we, we did. You know, hey, guys, what about this? Right. Mm-hmm. We're always looking for show ideas. Right, Rob? So, yeah, de- definitely. Anyway. I mean, if, I mean, if you have a comment about something that you heard about in the podcasting space or 
or you just want to tell us about your show too. I mean, that, that, that's the other thing that we can certainly do on the show is play, play like a little promo of your show or something like that too. So we're yeah, kind of that's game, game yeah. for all that kind of stuff too. So really whatever you want to do, send it on over as long as it's, uh, it's not, you know, something that, you know, a normal person would want to play on their show. <laughs> so be a, be yeah. a little cautious of that. Um, but, um, but anyway, Thanks, uh, Jay Teros. I think is his is his name. I I don't know yeah. if it's John or Jeff or or whatever his first name is. Um, thank you for the the audio comment, and I did uh, like your comment. Actually, he sent it to me on Twitter of all all places. So I thought that was Twitter an interesting works. way to to send to me, and I just uh, recorded it out of my my uh, computer onto a digital recorder and transferred it over and. And was able to drop drop it into the speaker studio for desktop software, and that's how I played it. So, and then uh, we also got a comment from Kyle Wilcock, Kyle Wilcox, who suggested uh, to Spreaker, when I go to my home page or my show page um, on the desktop, that would be in his browser, I get links to subscribe with RSS, and that includes uh, iTunes. However, the mobile site for a show. Uh, that, that that would be the mobile version of the Spreaker website, I think is what he's talking about here, doesn't have the RSS mm-hmm. or any other links related to subscribing or sharing the show. I would really like to see an improvement on the mobile site. This isn't the mobile app. He's talking about the mobile site itself. They, so if you shrink the size of our website, so if you take your browser and you just shrink it, um, horizontally so it's like up and down narrow like you would see um, on your mobile phone if if you were to shrink it down uh, it changes its design and layout um, and I think what he's talking about here is adding a, an RSS link in there because some of the software out there on mobile devices so if you're viewing our Spreaker.com website on your mobile device if you click RSS it, it may give you the ability to subscribe to that in an app um, so, so I can definitely see his, his opportunity here of making that available, um, to make it easier to, to subscribe, um, off of our mobile site. So, it, you know, I think that that's a good suggestion. I, I certainly appreciate that idea. And yeah, I, I didn't notice Pass that. it on. I will pass it on. I just don't typically see the mobile version of our website. Um, only for, for the simple reason is that my phone my my particular phone has a 1080p screen on it, uh, which means that it's really high resolution. So I can actually treat my screen just like I can treat my desktop experience. Uh, so it's a full browser experience. It's not a mobile version. But I know some people have smaller screens on their mobile devices uh, that will automatically convert. And I guess it depends on what your settings are in your mobile browser. If you have your mobile browser set to a view mobile versions of websites, then you will see the mobile version of the website. But if you have it set to view just the full website, then you will just see the full website. So, um, so I don't know. It's kind of a technical distinction there. Alex, do you have any thoughts on, on that? Have you seen that as well? No, I didn't notice that. So I'm glad he mentioned it. But yeah, I, I, I think I'm on my phone. I think I have the same like high resolution you do. So I haven't noticed it. Yeah. yeah I, I think mean, I have uh, a Galaxy, Samsung galaxy S six plus yeah, or something. So it's fairly new. I think most, 
uh, people are getting higher resolution screens on their phones. So this is this is becoming a little bit less of an issue. Um, I think people are generally using the full websites now on their website uh, or on their phones. They're not necessarily using mobile versions of the websites quite as much as I think they 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 have in the past um, when screens were right. much lower resolution and uh, much smaller in size. So. Yeah, Alex, and if I, I go to like any show, I just real quick, if I go to any show, my app opens anyway. So anyway. Yeah. Well, Kyle, thanks for the the comment. I certainly appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, and I, I will pass that information on to our developers and see if we can add a couple of links onto the mobile version as well. Because I, I think that makes a lot of sense. So, well, thank you, Alex. Thanks for joining, uh, joining me again on the Speaker Live show. Well, thank and, you, sir, uh, as always. I appreciate it, it. And thank you for listening to the Speaker Life Show this week. If you want to reach out to us, you can certainly send me an email, uh, rob at Spreaker.com. And Alex, I believe, is alex at alexexum.com. I'll save you it a little it. bit of time. And and <laughs> I can also be found at uh, SpreakerLifeShow.com. You can place a comment in there uh, if you have a thought or contribution um, and if you want to send us an MP3 file or just send it via Twitter or whatever, just, just identify me at Rob Greenlee and I'll pull it out of Twitter and we'll play it on the show. Or you can just send me an MP3 file. It's up to you. So if you want to give us some audio feedback. So thank you so much and um, have a great week. And thank you so much for listening to the Spricker Live Show. 